Hi everyone, it's your host, Asia Takara. Welcome to another solo episode with me. I've had quite a few people message me to vent, and I noticed some recurring themes. And first of all, I just want to thank you for opening up to me, and I am so honored to lend a hand as your friend, and it's really, it's just amazing to see you and have you open up to me and I love being there for you so anyone message me at any time my dms are open for conversations about literally anything and everything okay so let's get into it um depressive episodes are the worst (laughs) they're the fucking worst like we get so lost in our stories and we cling to memories that suck and some of the worst moments in my life have had to do with breakups like I remember what really woke me up to the world was my first breakup and I also remember when I moved out of my hometown and started completely over and I felt so alone and the heaviness weighed on me for a couple of years Uh, and on top of that, I was going through a breakup. So, you know, this is how I got through my depression. Okay. Ready? It was choosing to have a purpose in life. And my purpose was art, making movies more specifically. So a mentor of mine taught me that the opposite of depression is not happiness its purpose. So to those who have messaged me, I've asked what it was that you wanted to do with your life. And this is a question that I tend to ask whenever someone comes to me with a predicament. Um, And the response that most likely comes along is that they want to be happy. And let me tell you why that's not a good answer. So, of course, we want to be happy and at peace. To really live, though, means to surrender to the human experience. So that means we got to taste all the flavors of emotion. Life is not all rainbows and butterflies. Happiness is just one flavor of life, and there's no fucking way we can remain on one wave of emotion all the time. Like, some days you're going to wake up feeling purple, and then on other days you're going to feel green and everything in between. And there's no happiness without sadness anyways. One cannot exist without the other. And life is about experiencing the full range of emotions. They're each like a part of the universe to explore. So like, look, I know it's scary and trust me, I'm not perfect at this, but I put as much effort as I possibly can in running towards my feelings and not away. And I try to stay conscious of what it is that I'm trying to avoid about myself And I mean, the only way you can overcome what you're experiencing is to surrender to it and to take responsibility for it. So this is where I want to be 
just real AF with you. So first off, reality is neutral. We project our past onto it, which creates an experience for us. But that experience is based on us. So reality is neutral. And basically, when we become more aware of our stories about things, and side note, if you don't know what a story or a narrative is, listen to the show in this season with Stephanie Hunter. But just to review it real quick, stories are how we see the world. It's what runs our beliefs, our fears, our feelings, etc. It's what we often get lost in. So if I go around telling myself that I suck for X amount of reasons, then that's me telling myself a toxic story. And therefore, the more neural connections I make in my brain that have to do with that belief or thought pattern. And the more I'm physically living and breathing that story. So notice when you're telling yourself things so that you don't end up creating toxic neural pathways. And the best thing to do to turn these thoughts around is to be grateful and to recognize that you're telling yourself a story. And truth is, we're 100% responsible for our own lives. And that means it's our responsibility to become aware of our inner dialogue and the stories we tell ourselves. It's synonymous. Um, but we also have the power to shift because everything is perspective. And once you're taken out of that perspective or thought loop, you're in a more observational point of view. So then you have the power to see what's beyond the perspective that's hurting you so much. You have the power to see beyond the pattern that is hurting you so much. And as scary as it is to feel uncomfortable feelings, I think it's actually vital to sit with it so that you can process and understand yourself more. Like, we all want to reach this destination of happiness. But how can we do that if we're not willing to process what we're feeling? Sometimes we're not even aware that we're scared to process something. So take your time and just sit with yourself. I swear, allowing yourself to process how you feel will get you further ahead in the long run. And I also think it's important to stay open-minded to what people have to say if you're seeking help from them. So sometimes we'll reject what someone has to say and that's okay but let me give you an example on my end so i've had someone come to me for advice about their inability to connect with people and i mentioned that it's a story they're telling themselves and when you're lost in your story it's almost like you're living in a matrix like you think what you're telling yourself about something or someone could be an absolute truth. But when you realize that you actually have a story that's subconsciously running you, then you're on your way to growing out of an unhealthy pattern or perspective. So this is the way that I see the world. There are multiple realities 
And I don't mean that in some ethereal sense. I mean that in the sense that life is a perspective game and every individual is subjectively experiencing their own reality. So each one of us is actually embodying how we think. Like, the way we authentically feel about ourselves is embodied. Like, they're not just thoughts, they're embodied thoughts. And embodied thoughts are much much stronger than the thoughts that go on and on in our head. So reality and non-fictional stories are what you make them out to be. And... This is why I don't take advice from people that aren't in a place in life that I don't want to be. And obviously, there are nuances to this. But for example, if someone is extremely pessimistic about the film industry, let's say, I'm not going to listen to them or take that advice from them because their mind is really aggressively angry and bitter. And that's not the kind of mind that I want for themselves, for myself. Like they're telling themselves stories about the film industry and getting lost in those stories, making them out to be the ultimate reality of the film industry. And I just, I see beyond that. I see opportunity where other people are not. So I'm not going to take their advice if they're in a place that I don't even want to be. So because I actually don't think it's possible to experience an objective reality, since we're all experiencing things subjectively, I'm very careful about the kinds of minds that I choose to associate with. And also, remember that we're the average of who we hang out with. So if the people you're hanging around put you down or are doing and saying things that you feel are not fully aligned with you, then you're, you're inviting that kind of energy into your life still. And also, if you don't hang out with anyone at all, which that was me like five years ago, um, then you're not getting any other perspective other than yourself. So that's why it's important to connect with people so that you can see other perspectives. Um, but look, what I'm saying, when it comes to rejecting what people have to say I think it depends on who you're getting your advice from. So trust yourself to pick and choose wisely who you want to really listen to to help guide you to become the person that you really want to be and um, to put you on like a career path that you really want to be on. We're taking a quick break to let you know that this podcast is sponsored by my opt-in. I have a free workbook that walks you through some introspective questions that can help you further your relationship with yourself and your own personal power. The link to that will be in my show notes as well as my Instagram bio. Okay, back to the show. Something that has also helped me is asking myself the question of what would someone who loved themselves do? And you get the answer right away. And I think all the things that get in the way of it being so simple is our stubbornness. 
or whatever other ways our egos like to keep us separate from other people. But look, when I ask you what you want to do with your life, the reason why happiness is a bullshit answer is because there's nothing to it. There's nothing attached to that response. What is it that makes you happy? And where do you see yourself in the long term? Like, what exactly do you want out of life? And who do you have to be to attain that? Like, what is behind the happiness? What makes you happy? And I get passionate about this because I think when we don't keep questioning ourselves, then we can kind of start bullshitting ourselves. And I don't want you to do that anymore. Like, I want you to experience how liberating it feels to finally acknowledge that you're responsible for it all. And it's the greatest, most terrifying feeling to acknowledge how responsible you actually are for yourself. But, I mean, it's worth it. It's worth the acknowledgement and it's, it's worth the tough love that you might have to give yourself or that you might have to experience from other people. But happiness is great and all, but it's fleeting. And sometimes the things that make us most happy are what we're going to have to be willing to suffer for. Like, for example, acting makes me really fucking happy. But to really be as successful as I want to be, I have to put in so much effort to train and network and get through my own limiting beliefs and invest money and I have to learn about business and then I have to be creative in business and as amazing as it is it's a whole lot of energy and work and tears and doubts and holy fuck just all of this all this life force energy put into making something work because I'm not going to let anything get in the way of me making it happen, not even my own mind. Whether I'm successful or not, like this is still my thing I'm going to put every single ounce of my life force energy into. And another example of this is um, relationships. So relationships can take a toll on us, especially if they're breakups. And I talk to a lot of people that are going through breakups. Um, and when I ask the question of like, what do you want for yourself? Of course, the answer is happiness. But um, look, relationships are not all rainbows and butterflies. And honestly, I hate to be a fairy tale killer, but relationships are not fairy tales. Like, it's just the fucking reality of things. And look, that's not pessimistic outlook. I love looking at the reality of things because it just, it's truth. And I'm searching for truth. And I want truth in relationships. And I want to trust my partner. So look, what I think 
makes relationships work is self-awareness. And to be self-aware, you kind of have to learn to be uncomfortable with your own mind or just to be comfortable with the uncomfortable because you have to be willing to face your own demons so that you can be aware of it when it comes up in relation to your person because so much shit comes up in relationship and I think more predominantly it tends to come up in um, romantic relationships but this happens in friendships too and I mean, you just have to be willing to connect with yourself. And that's the scariest part. It's the scariest part, dude. Like, trust me, romantic relationships are not my favorite because I have to deal with myself. But at the same time, what an amazing opportunity to deal with yourself the way you need to. So look, if you're depressed, I suggest discovering something that makes you feel alive or returning to the thing that makes you feel alive or just puts you at ease or gives you just some sort of relief from life. Like what gives you that natural high? Is it playing music? Is it helping kids? Is it creating a business? Like what is it that you could genuinely put your full life force energy into? What kind of mission do you want to be on? And I need to be clear that this is something for you and only you. Like, it has nothing to do with anyone else. Just, like, be selfish for yourself in this instant. Like, what's something that you can be selfish about for yourself? And in my case, it's making movies. I have my full life force energy in that, and it is a passion that makes me have a reason and a will to live (laughs) like it has everything to do with what makes me feel fucking alive because even the suffering makes me feel alive because suffering is a part of life and I've chosen to suffer for this career path so what about you what's something outside of your relationships that makes you feel alive that whether or not you figure it out you will die trying to. Whether you're successful at it or not, you are still going to put as much energy into it as freaking possible because you're that passionate about it. You care about it that much. What's something beyond happiness for you? And it has to be beyond happiness because happiness is fleeting. So find and focus on that thing, that mission, that makes you have a fucking need to figure it out because it's that important to you. Find something outside of your significant relationships, something for you, something that gives you the relief in life and make that a priority. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, you guys, and message me at Asia Dakara to continue the conversation. And, of course, until then, bye!